Welcome to Justice Losers. Oh, wait, no, it's you. Nope. Ha ha. Ah, I win. Fuck. I lost. Uh, welcome to Justice Losers Review, the thing that doesn't have an intro sequence. Honestly, I like that. Apparently does. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's our new intro. <laughs> I'm your... Am I allowed to say delightful? Yes. I'm so your delightful host, you Batman, d- joined by my adjectiveless co-host, Preston. Preston. Yeah, I'm playing with my shoes. For some reason, we saw a movie, and we thought you should know about it. We, you deserve to hear our opinions, our fresh hot takes. Yep, you. What you need in your life is us, our voices in your ears. That is exactly what you deserve. Talking about a movie that came out almost two weeks ago. Yeah, boy, this was a. <laughs> Uh, Can we talk about that for a second? Let's talk about that for a second. What the fuck? If you're gonna like release something on the, a certain weekend, but then you're like, ah, oh, shit, Fourth of July weekend, we can't release it on Thursday because we're not gonna make money. Let's release it two days earlier, so that it, this is this is a steroided version of the whole idea that like uh, premiered times are moving forward and forward and forward, so they get longer mm-hmm. weekends. Mm-hmm. This is a week long weekend. Yeah. No, it really was. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Um, I don't know what the, do we know the numbers for it for the opening weekend? Uh, I didn't check, but I think, I think it challenged Endgame just cause it had like a six day weekend. But also like consider the fact that people probably didn't go watch, like 4th of July isn't a, isn't a holiday that you go watch movies. No, you're but evening, it's a, it's a, watches fireworks. yeah, but it's also works out. it worked out, especially this year that a lot of people probably had Friday off work too. Uh, I know I did. I did. And so it's like, well, what are we going to do Friday? Hey, let's go to a matinee of the Spider-Man. So. So, yeah, we uh, we were going to go see it. No, we weren't going to go see it Tuesday. We couldn't see it Tuesday. We couldn't work it out Tuesday and for some I reason. And then I left Wednesday yeah. and back Sunday. And then this week has just been weird. In, or last week was just weird in general. Then you had a tournament this weekend. Yeah. We just, boy, we just finally got to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh worth it pretty worth it i liked it a lot i liked it yeah you gotta finish your uh, whole spiel about how we do this oh yeah so yeah we we do reviews here we do um uh first we do a relatively brief non-spoiler section where we go over and just kind of hit some of the very general stuff and then we'll give you a very hard cutoff and preston's editing this one so he's not going to remember to put a timestamp in the description but usually we try to and by usually we try Listen, to, I mean usually I try once. to. <laughs> uh, and then we'll do some spoilers, and we'll talk about spoilers, get into all the nitty-gritty details. and We give you uh, a big old spoiler, like I mentioned, like a whole little bit about us doing spoilers, and then we typically just, we give the huge spoiler yeah. right at the beginning Yep. Know that. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that's the plan of action. Uh, each part is structured, the good, the bad, and the ugly, where the good is the good, the bad is the bad, and the ugly is Preston's face. Hey! So I get... Random side note: I went to Panda Express for dinner uh, between my last round of the tournament and the movie. Faces. That waiter was I'm just kidding. <laughs> Panda no. Well, I got the fortune cookie and I got the fortune, and um, the fortune was you are as intelligent as you are good looking, and I was like, ooh, asshole. That feels like a subtle dig. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Someone was like, okay, either someone really, really like hot and dumb is gonna get this. Or someone like really, really intelligent, but butt ugly is gonna get this. And either way, there's two ways for them to read that. You can either be like, "Oh, it's based on my intelligence. I'm a very smart person, so I must be attractive." Or, "I'm butt ugly. I thought I was smart." Yep. <laughs> and vice versa for the other one. Yep. 
So. That's a dumb fortune cookie. It is. What was I playing or watching the other day that uh, fortune cookies are actually real? It was a guy went to a thing. Oh, was it John Wick? No, it wasn't John Wick. I don't think so. John Wick. What was I watching? It was a movie or it was a game or it was a show or something where like a guy was investigating stuff based on a fortune cookie and they went to the fortune cookie company and they're like, oh yeah, these are like, this is actually like real magic. Like, oh. you got that fortune cookie because you didn't like the you know, the fortune, you didn't believe the fortune, but it brought you here, which is further in your investigation. Like it's all, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to think about that, but that's not the movie we're talking about. No, it's not. That's the movie we're talking about today, Matt. Spider-Man Far From Home. Far From Home. He is boy far from home. Very far from home. He is constantly the whole time. Except very... the brief part in the beginning where he's still at home. And at the end when he gets home. That's right. Or his home death when he gets home. In a coffin. I was thinking more like the cosmic, like the afterlife. Oh. Like home with whatever your uh, religion is. I feel like he'd probably end up in Valhalla. <laughs> Sees four there. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, Valhalla's not Norse. Isn't it? Isn't it? Is it? I thought... No. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it is. Gotta be, because it shows up in uh, the the ring cycle. Oh. Entry of the gods into Valhalla. Oh. Wagner. Get yeah. it together, man. That's not what we're talking about. No. We're talking about Spider-Man. Yeah. So, Matt, what'd you think? I liked it. I didn't love it. Really? Yeah. I liked it a lot. I know. <laughs> um... I guess we'll start with we'll we'll get into that. So so why why'd you really like it a lot? Well, okay. Very so generally. It it was really funny. It was that, yes. Like it definitely it, it took the the awkward kind of relationship between Zendaya and Tom Holland and was just like, you know what, you guys have a great chemistry. We're gonna put you on the screen mm-hmm. and like that whole thing. Yeah. Um, I, I I the a lot of the first act is just the teen romance stuff. Oh, yeah. And I honestly would have watched an entire movie of just that. Oh, just yeah. them bumbling around Europe falling in and out of love. Yeah. Um so that was fun. The Oh boy. Okay, that's a spoiler. That's a giant spoiler. <laughs> uh <laughs> It's kind of hard to talk about this one yeah. just in basic terms. There's very much... The the twist is something that I really like where it's it brings things together that you wouldn't expect to come together in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was that was actually kind of a satisfying... Like, I like the way that they did that where uh, the, the ultimate antagonist of the movie is caused indirectly by other things that have happened so far Mm -hmm. um and i like that kind of stuff where it's not just like it's not just uh where this antagonist is uh just out of nowhere wanting world domination where was this fucking antagonist Mm -hmm. the whole time um it was it's something that developed over time and came together and seized an opportunity Mm mm-hmm and I think that's the best way I can do it without spoiling. It's zombie Uncle Ben, everyone. I couldn't keep it in. Oh no! That uh, when he put the when he had the briefcase, like the the suitcase, mm-hmm. and it was Ben. It was Ben's. Uh, that was the first foreshadowing to Ben being the ultimate man. My skin flakes are everywhere. Sorry, I got sunburned when we were in Galveston. And, like the flaking is like coming out of my shirt. Nice. <laughs> <It's> weird because <laughs> I'll like I'll move my arm and then I'll just see like a little flake kind of. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, I like those about it. Um, the, I don't know. I mean, it was, I guess, like, thinking about it objectively, I, I kind of, I, I, okay, I came off the hype of, I watched Spider-Verse last night. Mm. So, like, I was like, Spider-Man's mm. wonderful, and I was, like, very much just, like, rose-tellered glasses in this. So, I was, That's, yeah. Um, I, I definitely did not watch this with a very critical eye on a lot of things. Uh, uh-huh. There's a couple stuff I want to critique when it actually comes to the ugly, when we get to that. Okay. Um, there's, and we'll get to that. But, um, visual effects were stunning. Um, and I like that the, I like the way, so, this isn't a, this isn't gonna be a spoiler. Um, Mysterio is a, is an illusionist, basically. We've talked about this before, like, coming up to this movie. Yeah, comics, um, yeah. And that's, uh, that plays a part in this. Yeah. Uh, to uh, to an extent, and the way they do it is something that I really like. How they kind of tie it into the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, it made sense. There was no like me trying to go. Okay, okay, I get, I get where you're going with this kind of, but it was it was immediate. Like, okay, yeah, oh, it makes yeah. sense. Yep. It's and it, it ties it into things that have already happened as well. Right. Yeah, that's not a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> I um, feel like I've done a pretty good job of keeping a spoiler free. Yeah. Um I felt like there were some weak points in the visual effects. I think the main like big show stoppy set pieces looked real good, mm-hmm. but there were there were some kind of I guess secondary moments where I was like, "Ooh, that's kind of a rough green screen right there." There was one that kind of got my attention when Spider-Man like he had the iron spider suit on and he like, uh-huh. he took it off and or, like he like let it come off and it was like that that was like one of those yeah that, that like, too iron man floating head kind of thing a little like bit that, Ooh. <laughs> yeah um uh acting was good act yeah oh god everyone's I mean, everyone in this show or in this movie was phenomenal acting yep uh well i didn't like betty oh yeah i'm just gonna say that whole plot was stupid that whole yeah. subplot I don't like that one. No. That thing. Every time that, like, came up. Um, what else is there? Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's real good. Yes. Oh, God. You, the, the bromance chemistry between the two of them. Yeah. It, like, it, you can feel it in the movie. Yeah. We're, we're tired, by the way. Matt's way more tired. I'm just, you know, I, Sundays are the worst for me because I hate waking right. up and right. having to deal with people for, like, three hours. Uh, <laughs> um, I guess we can move into bad because everything splits. This is one of those. What did you think of the music? I it didn't. I it didn't do much for me. All right, I liked it. Didn't love it. Yeah. The I I like the Spider-Man theme. Um, that Juccino's got going there. Yeah. Um, there's sort of a, I guess a Mysterio, almost ambiance and. I liked that. Oh, that's a button. What do you? Sorry, this is a State Farm Drive Safe thing. You can get a discount if you have it. And like, it's been sitting on this couch for like three weeks because uh-huh. I need to get it set up. But I just realized that something on it is a button and it lights up. And I'm Whoa. curious what's happening every time I press that button. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um. I think a big part of the problem with this movie for me was that it's the movie that has to follow Endgame. Yes. And so, no matter what you do, it's going to be scaled down quite a bit. Yeah. And 
I think it actually got more hurt by the fact that uh, Feige said that this was the actual end of the Infinity Saga. Mm-hmm. It's, this was not the end in the Infinity Saga. This had, like, nothing to do with the Infinity Saga. Yeah. It, like, I understand that it's, like, the end of the Tony Stark series. Yeah. It's, like, the, kind of the, like, oh, God, he's gone. Like, the the uh, consequences, or whatever the word I'm looking for. The ramification, not ram. I don't fucking know. Mm. The wake of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's fine. But the Infinity Saga, definitely not. Like, it, if they'd done anything that... This isn't a spoiler. If they'd done anything with the Infinity Stones at all, maybe. Yeah. But no. Not really. Like you made it. You hyped that. You made this thing have much more an importance that it didn't. You put it in a place where it didn't belong. Yeah. And I, I definitely felt because I was trying to like when I went in this movie and I was like, okay, apparently it's the end of the Infinity Saga. And I watched it. I'm like, that wasn't the end of the Infinity Saga. It had <laughs> nothing to do with the Infinity Saga. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it kind of hurt from that. Mm. Um. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the the action was a bit, just a little disorienting in places. The nature of what the action was around, I, I, I mean, yeah, hard to. Like, I, I, I mean, I, uh, a lot of it. But I'm also, I agree. Right, it's super effects heavy, and yeah, um, yeah, I liked. There's one moment in really the first action set piece where. It's basically just Peter trying to hold together buildings, uh-huh. and he's he's basically doing a completely non-combative role. Yeah. And I thought that was an interesting use of him. Yeah. Um. But then after that, it was a lot of just swing, 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 web, 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 swing, 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 web, web, web. And it just wasn't super engaging for me. So, question: What was the what would you say is the overarching character arc for Peter ending in the first movie? Like, because basically, it, to me, this movie felt like it's just a a redo of that, the character development, where he he constantly feels like he he messed up and he gets all freaked out and he doesn't feel feel like he's worth or like he doesn't deserve to be a hero, blah blah blah, and then gets redeemed. There's there's none of it's the same thing. Yeah, I feel like it moved forward from that because he had that for Far From Home. Or not from Far From uh, Homecoming. Mm-hmm. He like everything with the vulture, and he was like, "Oh, I don't like deserve this. I mess things up, and blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. And he did it, and then he got the like reassurance, like from everybody. It's like, "Hey, you did it. You're you can do this." Mm-hmm. And this one's the same shit. Yeah. And it's like it's not. It's just. To me, it feels like there there's a three part thing where I deserve to be a hero. I, like, for him, it's. Like maybe I, I deserve to be to be Spider Man. I deserve to be kind of a solo hero, basically, mm-hmm. where I can handle myself, and then I can do more, basically. Yeah. And it's kind of like I guess a good good idea of that is is Iron Man, where the first one is him coming to grips with being Iron Man. Right. Like, do I deserve to be Iron Man? Uh, two is like uh, this technology. Like, I, am I? This technology I created is being used poorly. Do I deserve to be a hero hero? Mm-hmm. And then the third one is like, I can do more. I can defend the people better. And that's coming right off the back of uh, Avengers, which right. Avengers is more of like that that next part. He's like, I can do more as a hero. Yeah. Does that make sense, kind of what I'm saying? Yeah, sort of. I mean, 
Uh, I think early in this movie, it felt like they were going a different direction, uh, tearing him between, okay, I am a hero, I have more responsibility now, and wait, I'm just a kid, I want to live my life. Yeah. And I think it, it did that, um, I guess that rift between the secret identity and the superhero, mm-hmm. uh, as well as it's been done on screen. But then it kind of just dropped that and went back to, as you pointed out, felt like they dropped him if dropped him in in the second half of the same arc from movie one yeah so yeah that so, might have that might have been why it felt a little unsatisfying for me yeah and it definitely uh something that happens tor- towards the end of the movie um definitely sets up for way more character arc in the future yeah like that's the the whole next movie is gonna be an entire different approach to what's going to be happening with spider-man based on like a thing that happened towards the end of the movie uh we'll talk a bit more about that and then spoilers but um i definitely see i feel like that was the idea and they were just kind of treading water mm-hmm. with this one like i feel this one very felt felt very much water tready yeah it was just kind of like it was lukewarm and it was just like well we, we got some stuff set up but we we've got some stuff we're gonna do but we need to kind of set some stuff up a little bit Yep. Man, you're coming down on this movie. Yeah. Look, it was really funny. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and there's one thing, like... Okay. I want to get to the ugly so I can say the thing that's kind of like I've been dancing around. This is not Spider-Man. Peter Parker Spider-Man. Like... Explain. Where's his witty? I understand, like, the, the awkward, like, the charm of the awkward Tom Holland... But where's the like the stuff that we see in these movies or like in the in the cartoons where he's just like making witty like there was the he said uh, going up at one point and I was like that's you, you touched on it mm-hmm. but Andrew Garfield did a really good Spider Man where he was just like kind of making fun of people and, like, yeah just quip y'all I mean even in quip? even in earlier movies Tom Holland had some quip to him yeah like, like he was coming into in that Civil War mm-hmm. he like he had a lot of quips about like uh, you have a metal arm yeah like just <laughs> stuff like that. And that's kind of what I was getting at a little bit. That like it just feels like he like he just comes down on himself and he gets like really flustered that he messed up, and mm-hmm. they did it again with this movie. So it, it him being quippy would not make sense with that plot with his emotional state at the point. Yeah. But so so don't do that. Don't don't do an emotional like I messed up. Do like I mean, there's so much more you we can already do with had hero that, than, yeah like then i messed up like look at i mean all the other movies like all of them have an i messed up element but it's not like the whole point is the fact that i messed up and don't deserve and that's it's just mm. yeah and it there was definitely times where i was just like okay spider-man's just it, he's just swinging around freaking out all right. the time now and i'm like eh. just constant screaming all the time nothing but screams and tom holland can do a good scream Ah! oh god oh god like that kind of stuff like, <laughs> but give me some like they put all the funniness outside of action and spider-man's the quippy one yeah do the quips please please i have a feeling there's gonna be no quips in the next one is there anything else you want to say that's non-spoilery i'm gonna go check the uh, not really no recording. i'm very unconfident recording in our recording after yeah we're good all right <laughs> cool um yeah, no, uh, I mean, at this point, it's just the MCU, they're telling their own stories, but the, yeah. um, the interpretations of a lot of the material was 
reasonably faithful with interesting spins. Yeah. It's uh it's one of those things that like you're telling a story from the past with present um ideas. Uh what was the video I was watching about that? Cuz it, it's taking something from a comic that it's uh, it's zeitgeist like things about the past mm-hmm. like things that this stuff happened in the past and you're taking that and putting it in a present day context mm-hmm. we talked about that on uh remakes that's right it was us yeah we, we had enough of a good enough conversation that it actually stuck in my brain and i'm bringing it back Wow, us that's go. an actual first. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. We've had those a couple times. Uh... But yeah, no, it's it, it's taking these things like you you can't do, uh, th- you can't do Death of the Superman now verbatim. No, you can't do so many heroes. You can't do Polka Dot Man. You can't do Condiment King. But you can do a Condiment King if you approach him the right way. Right. And the way they approach the antagonist, the way they approach Mysterio in this uh in this movie if you went purely from the comics it would be goofy as fuck yeah but they took a modern spin on him mm-hmm. and um made him a much more interesting made character. Him much more interesting and make makes sense mm-hmm. um so i guess we'll get into spoilers all right let's spoil this movie uh, we're gonna do some little spoils uh spoil you know spoils my mood is when i order uh starbucks iced coffee with milk and they forget to put the fucking milk in it they forgot to sploot the sploot it's they didn't sploot in my i wanted them to sploot all up in my coffee and they didn't and my coffee was just <sighs> bothers me it's disappointing they've done it they do it like once every other way. anyway spoilers uh yeah so mysterio is the bad guy something raise your hand if you called that twist after the first trailer matt's raising his hand um most I... people should be raising their hands I mean, Come okay on. so the thing is i'm sure you guys have noticed this at this point I I give the benefit of the doubt with stuff like that. Where it's like mm-hmm. something like that obvious, like you said, and I'm like, it, yeah, that like that's like the obvious conclusion. Right. But like, what if, because, okay, I thought about this while actually watching the movie because I wanted to lean over and say it to you. Marvel has now actually allowed themselves to make bad guys into good guys with Jessica Jones 3. Because mm-hmm. Mindwave is a criminal in the comics, mm-hmm. but he was a good guy in the in the show. What is on the bottom of my foot that is itching so fucking much? Holy shit. I have no idea. It is just driving me nuts. Sorry. It was that bad that it actually made me stop midstream of thought <laughs> address. Something ah! about Jessica Jones. <laughs> um, so yeah, they made Mindwave, who's a criminal, into just a good guy character. Mm-hmm. They could have done that. Yeah. And like, I gave them a benefit of the doubt that they were going for multiverse. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to go for multiverse, you got to go all in. There's no, like, dancing around slight multiverse. Like, into the Spider-Verse was like, oh, yeah, here's six other multiverse universes. Yeah. Um, so, I am the benefit of the doubt. Uh, just, like, five minutes into the movie, I was like, yeah, he's a bad guy. Like, the first thing you see is, just, like, you don't want any part of this and blah, 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 blah. And then the moment, uh, boy, did they, like, give it away when he stood there and, like, did the salute. I was just like, he's absolutely soaking this up. That's the whole, that, you're right, yeah. the whole point is that he wants to make, he wants the attention. Yeah. He wants to be the, the hero. So he's, he's syndroming it. Yeah, exactly. Um, And most other heroes, like, they'll, like, go, oh, yeah, thanks. Like, Spider-Man would be like, ah, oh, safe, uh, okay, thanks, bye. And then, like, would bolt. Like, mm-hmm. he wouldn't sit there and be, like, the heroic. Like, because the, the scene where he's... Oh, but Iron Man would. Oh, I, uh-huh yeah <laughs> uh so yeah that that's the thing um 
But the thing I was talking about, what I liked, is taking elements from past Iron Man. The, the idea that Iron Man created this villain, mm-hmm. and now Spider-Man's having to deal with it. Yeah. Spider-Man is now fighting a legacy of, of Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Something Tony Stark created. It's it's kind of like Tony Stark's creations, but he has left such a mark on this universe that everything can be traced back to him now. And mm-hmm. I like that, that like the stuff that he, the mistakes he's made... Spider Spider-Man Peter who is the new Tony Stark is having to deal with that. Yeah. Um and I feel like that's going to be something that I mean it is going to be something that's going to have to be with. Second spoiler, Peter Parker got outed. Holy shit, in a mid-credit scene? Yeah. Wow. Like that that's the that is the I mean everything else has been like look like oh teasing oh there's Thanos like but this is something that happened this to is, the character. This is actual plot information. This is actual yeah. plot information. It's probably a scene from the next movie. I think it was supposed to be part of that end scene, but they were like, well, we don't have a mid credit scene. Let's just chop off the end of this last scene. Yeah. But, damn. Yep. We're going to get a lot of that. I was waiting for that to happen. I thought, like, I, part of me thought that he was going to have his thing down uh, in that, like, early scene. I was going to have his mask down, and he was going to, like, walk out, forget to put his mask back out, mask up. Yeah. Back up. And I was thinking the, about that. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh but yeah so that's gonna happen uh so still dealing indirectly dealing with tony stark mistakes because that yep. was mysterio that did it yep um i'm gonna say the uh it was a bit sloppy to it made sense how they did it but when peter parker was like execute it or execute everything ex- execute them all like that thing mm-hmm. the moment he said it i'm like that's gonna something's gonna happen with that yeah Another thing, there's a, there's a, there is a deleted scene that has to do with that fucking light switch that said, do not turn off. Boy, did that put, they, they like focus on that in shots. Did you not see that? I did see that. It was in every single, it was so clear in every Mm. single shot. You can can read, when you can read the words of something in the background, it's important. That's, and that's typically how I get like foreshadowing stuff. Yeah. Um, there's a deleted scene that has something to do with that. Like something, maybe something goofy where she like, where someone comes in and like turns off the light or like someone shoots the light out or like maybe Nick Fury's in there and he's like, I want darkness and shoots the light out. And he's like, (laughs) or like they address why maybe there's like technology Mm -hmm. he's got that's like light dimming. It's just like a stupid little thing that he can just like dim the lights on his like wrist or something. I don't know. I don't know. But there's a, that was so obvious for something that was not addressed whatsoever. Yeah. Unless it was addressed and I missed it. I didn't see it. I didn't see anything. Yep. Uh, so what's good that's spoiler? Uh, the the twist. I mean, I like the twist. Yeah. I, I mean, we saw it coming. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it wasn't a good twist. Yeah. I think I think Marvel almost put too much faith in it in their marketing. They're like, oh, it's the end of the Infinity Saga. There's multiverse, the snap, boom, stuff. Yeah. But no, it's just yeah. It was the it was the straight way to play that story. And yeah, no, it's a, I mean it's a it's a good sort of classic Spider-Man story. Mysterio shows up and. But the real twist is that Nick Fury wasn't Nick Fury at all. Yeah. Oh, that was so good bringing him back. Yep. That was funny. I'm glad we get we get more Talos. Yep. Because Ben Mendelsohn's great, and he would, he deserved better than a one-off role in Captain Marvel. Oh yeah. So uh, we're gonna get a we can tell we're gonna get a lot more of him based on that post that uh, post credit scene. Yep. Um. Man, we don't even know what's coming next, do we? No, we don't have a next Marvel movie right now. Yeah. We've got, uh, they're working on the Black Widow movie. Working on Eternals. 
right. starting to work on Shang Chi. Yeah. Um. Wow. Doctor Strange Two is probably happening. Oh, uh, Doctor Strange Two is, is is happening. Um, we're getting a three. What's the? What's one we only have two of? Except Spider Man. Doesn't matter. That's not what we're talking about. Nope. Kind of we are. Uh, uh. What else was good that we liked? It was spoilery. Um. I mean, it was kind of a straight shot movie. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's. It's great acting. Like I guess. Yeah, thinking back on it now, passable. I mean, the rose-colored glasses are coming off now. Mm-hmm. Um, passable effects. Yeah. Uh, plot was straightforward. Yeah. Music was fun. Inconsequential. Uh, <laughs> uh, had a good villain, and good on, villain. that's. Oh, wow! We got. What's the kid that plays Flash? Uh, Tony Revolori. He delivered a line, that one line he delivered. Like, he's such a, like, a shithead jack-off for the, in both movies. Mm-hmm. That he's just there as, like, the comic relief, like, bully that yeah. obsessed with the kid, the kid he's bullying, unknown, unknown like, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But his last line of the movie just delivered really well that you just got a wallop of an entire backstory immediately in one line. Yeah. Like, you're just like, oh, <laughs> that's probably going to be explored in the next movie. Maybe oh, not. No, I think it will be. Okay, think about it. Like, he's just been this this jack-off that, like, is constantly making fun of Peter Parker, but he's obsessed with Spider-Man. Spider-Man just got outed as Peter Parker. So Flash is now going to go, oh, shit, this kid I've been bullying is actually, like, super dope. So, like, I think he's going to get an actual much more central role. We're probably going to get, like, an actual, like, backstory to him. Maybe a development in a, in a Venom if they're going to do, because they've got... Oh, he'd be a terrible Venom. Oh, he would. Well, unless we, like... I mean, right now he would be a high schooler. But, like... Just, just, okay, so hear me out. So, we have currently Eddie Brock as Venom. Mm -hmm. They have been kind of hinting towards maybe doing a Venom, like, uh, Spider-Man thing. They're kind of just, like, letting that simmer a little bit, see where that goes. A little trial balloon will just float that Um, If that happens, we get that. Mm-hmm. That whole, like, Eddie Brock is Venom, blah, blah, blah. So Venom exists. Um, Venom's a parasite, so he can transfer. Um, looking at the Flash. The Flash. Sorry, I've been reading a fuck ton of the Flash right now, so my brain is definitely in Wally Marvel West. Marvel DC crossover confirmed! <laughs> my world, my mind is in Wally Westworld right now. Isn't that a show on HBO? Wally Westworld? It's also, like, Wally World, I think, from something. <laughs> uh, vacation. <laughs> It's the, it's the cr- what the fuck? <laughs> so many crossovers. <laughs> I can see Matt's steam coming out of his ears. Okay, so Flash is Matt. Wake up. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Flash is about to go through. So we know he has like a kind of a sad, a sad family life. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously bullies because he doesn't get attention at home. Blah blah blah. Like his mom doesn't show up to pick him up. Blah blah. blah. Um. He's probably also going to have a pretty hefty identity crisis. The the kid he thinks is a fucking loser is also the kid the the dude that he thinks is fucking dope. But then also maybe is really terrible and tried to kill everyone. Huh? But then also maybe Peter Parker's That's terrible true. and tried to kill everyone. That's true. You can okay, right now we're setting up that like he actually wants to be a hero. Like he maybe like mm-hmm. uh Venom shows up, uh detaches attaches to Flash just because like Flash is like a weakling. I feel like Venom goes for like the ones that he can just take fully control of. Full control of. So he just goes like, 
right, I'm just gonna take this this pansy ass. Mm-hmm. And he takes him, and then so the Flash is just like, I have this new power. This is my chance. I'm gonna go kill the Spider Man that I thought was so cool, but he but my hero betrayed me, and he also happens to be the loser. And then so there you go. He thinks he's being a hero. He attacks the hero, the hero of the fight, blah blah blah. You get the fight between them, and then there's also Eddie Brock that is just like going, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> <laughs> well, he's 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 suffering from venom withdrawal, so he gets a mask that puts venom directly into his system. And then we have a Bane oh! crossover. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. You know, I never actually. I feel like someone's made that joke to me before, and I didn't really realize it. Really, I never put it together until just now. They didn't. It wasn't Venom in the movie, right? But like, I, so I guess that's why nobody really like paid attention to that. Is that like it? So for people who don't really know, there's a whole fucking there's a whole structure to this thing. Um, how am I forgetting his name right now? Tom uh, Hardy. Hardy. Tom Hardy played Venom, and they also played Bane. Bane in the comics is hyped up on the basically hyper steroids called Venom. So it, yeah, yay. There we go. Jokes. Yay! Humor. Um, so I think we're gonna get a lot more with him. I think. Yeah, I can see it. That one line was delivered very well. Yeah, he doesn't. Typically, he's a great actor. He's, yeah, and it's he doesn't. You don't really see it much because he doesn't. You don't give him much to do. Do in these movies when he's just like the. Uh, I mean, he's got comedic timing. Sure, all of them do. Yeah. Really. Um. But uh, yeah, so I think we're gonna get a lot more with him, and we might fucking get Venom. Maybe so. Uh, we're still waiting on Scorpion. Yeah, he's still up. lurking out there. Um, I mean, Falcon, or not Falcon, uh, uh, Vulture's still around. Mm-hmm. Um, who other, what other? Uh, there's rumblings that people want Craven the Hunter in, but I... Yeah, we're also getting the Morbius. Morbius? Yeah, Morpheus? that's Morbius. Morbius, Morbius. Morbius. <laughs> we're probably getting... <laughs> Probably getting that movie at some point. Yeah, maybe. Um, uh, I I'm expecting that we'll get a uh, one headliner villain, and then Scorpion is kind of a secondary villain. Yeah. Um. Because Tom, uh, Tom, like they they kind of said they're gonna do three movies. Yeah. But I think because I mean Tom, we've got how old is he now? Twenty one. Twenty. Younger than us. Yeah, he's uh. He's twenty. So you get one. Yeah. Spider-Man further from home hashtag prom. Uh and that's what the next That's one's it. That's called. the one. <laughs> <laughs> uh he's 22, 23. You like take him out of high school, put him in college. Yay. Oh, next challenge, college. Uh you get a, a bit older. You you put him well, no, you can't because this is going to pick up immediately after this movie. So yeah. he's still in high school. We don't know what year they're in. There could be seniors. This could be their. They said been. they're sixteen. Oh, really? and they were sophomores in Homecoming. All right, we got two years before they go to college. Whatever. Okay, so you got one more movie, maybe two more movies, depending on like crossover and stuff like that. Um, and you, we can watch this Peter Parker grow up to be the Peter Parker that's just got the, got his shit. You get the Peter mm-hmm. Parker from his uh, um, the black and white spider-man that he beats the living fuck out of wilson fisk like that like level of control Mm -hmm. and like like smarts on like how to handle villains now Mm -hmm. maybe we'll get a pink kingpin hey maybe we'll get with the disney plus thing we'll get like a daredevil crossover please for the love of fucking god give me tom holland and charlie 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 cox together (laughs) oh yes uh (laughs) 
Oh man, that totally wouldn't work because they're just like completely different tones. But oh, that's the. I mean, that's kind of the point. <laughs> um, I mean, you got like Deadpool and Cable. Those those two had their own well, kind of. I tones. mean, yeah, but the like the way they do Cable in the movie is almost like a self parody. Yeah. Um, and in Deadpool, everything's a parody. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like Spider Man, it's just it, Spider Man Daredevil. It's like you take a lighthearted teenage you know pg-13 type superhero movie and you slap it into a hard r well this is your chance menu like, character or something you yeah. can go so many directions with peter being outed yeah you can go really really dark because like yeah. villains are going to start ta- atta- attacking aunt may yeah like stuff like that all of his friends are in danger constantly yeah and like it's just going to be an uproar and this is your chance to have like daredevil swing and be like look like daredevil doesn't swing you fool yes he does He's got his things that are that are like oh that's right retractable. I know. Holy that. shit! I'm so out of it. <laughs> You're the one that's read the Daredevil I comics. What, I don't know what day it is. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll kind of like start wrapping this. Uh, up. Um, okay. Uh, well, let's, we haven't talked about bad yeah. so much. Um, yeah, we really did just go into speculation on that, didn't we? Yeah. Review. I um, I felt like a lot of the the kid stuff, as much as it was funny watching all the kids interact, it kind of felt like. Everyone got reduced to sort of their bare bones, almost parody version of themselves. Yeah. Um, Ned was the goofy, kind of weak minded almost. Yeah. Ned was a lot less interesting and a lot less of a real character, honestly. Yeah. Um, even MJ felt pretty underwritten. Yeah. She went from kind of stealing the show with some just some really funny, kind of out of left field type humor in uh, Homecoming. I, I love the. Um, they're in DC and they're like, Oh, or we, we should go see the something, something. And she's like, Oh, I've got to go do some light protesting in front of some of the embassies yeah, or yeah. something like that. And I was just little things like that. And we, we mostly, I mean, we got some attempts at that, but it mostly just felt like, Oh, we have to have something that kind of feels like that. Let's shoehorn some lines in there. Yeah. And like, I get it. The teenage romance is going to make everyone a little awkward and kind of mm-hmm. weird and so there's no way that character wasn't going to come across as just sort of giggling and falling over herself in places but yeah. it 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 felt like a a very two-dimensional version of a, yeah. what was a more fleshed out and interesting character i see that yeah um yeah i don't really have anything to add to that they also gave her more makeup this time around oh yeah it was very noticeable yeah i think it's yeah, I mean, now that she's the love interest, she has to look attractive. Oh, and then they throw, they give a throwaway line to be like, "Oh, so, so I'm now I have value." Yeah, as as if that makes it okay. Yeah, there's uh there's a few lines in there where they kind of like they self acknowledged a little bit, but like it was definitely them trying to make up for something. Yeah. 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 Uh, anything ugly? That spoiler? I mean, um, talk, it's. It's we dance the fine line of like accusing it of being inaccurate, but also like they're adapting it to modern. Yeah, times. it's not inaccurate. Inaccurate. It's um, well, they don't butcher any of the stuff. Yeah, um, I mean the the classic Quentin Beck Mysterio is he was an aspiring but failed actor, mm-hmm. which also makes sense with like the illusions and the movie making stuff. 
Um, I like this version where he's a, a Tony Stark, like you said, Tony Stark created him. Yeah. Um, got the whole disgruntled employee. Um, I will say, going back to bad, that monologue was garbage. Oh, I hated that. That was just like, hey, I'm gonna take a little moment here halfway through act two and just explain everything that i'm about yep and he's also three minutes and he's also with flashbacks hey cheers to you 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 did this and everyone's like yeah but like in their mind they're like we fucking know we've been doing this for like what six years (laughs) (laughs) we know yeah he just he sits there and explains everyone's own backstory to him yep I feel like there could have been a way better, like, not feel like, I know there could have been a way better way to do that. Would have been hard to do it worse, honestly. Yeah. That was just, that was an atrocious, like, and what, did he, oh, that's right, he didn't, never mind, I was thinking the whole, like, this is for my family, like, that was fucking stupid, like, even, they have the guy who's, like, the writer, basically, like, he's been writing all this stuff, Uh he couldn't come up with something better than, like, this is for my family! Guess not. Like, he he wrote all this other shit that... That's why he's not a successful writer. That's why he's embittered and angry <laughs> and looking for revenge. <laughs> one of that writer was actually, like, one of the writers of the movie. And it was the writer that, like... it. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you fucking imagine if, like, that guy, that actor, mm-hmm. was actually one of the writers of the movie, but the only thing he actually wrote was the monologue? And the director read that and was like, this is so bad, I'm going to leave it in here. Have you play a terrible writer... To punish you for this. <laughs> it's like this really sick, twisted punishment. Oh. There's like, in the credits, there's like monologue writer, this guy. Player, uh, actor of this person, the same guy. It's just like, oof. Uh. Yikes. But, uh, yeah, I think, honestly, that post credit scene was probably the best. To me, the best, like, thing that happened in the movie. Yeah. Because, like, boy. Oh, also, are we going to fucking address uh, J.K. Simmons back as J. Jonah Jameson? Oh, yeah. Canon? Good. The goodest of good. J. Jonah Jameson. He made. Go, go man. You got a little close on that one. Uh, uh, G. Gordon Godfrey is the um, J. Jonah Jameson of uh, 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 The Flash. Uh-huh. Uh, of, like, oh, well, not The Flash. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, all of DC. Okay. Which, you know. J. Jonah Jameson, G. Mm-hmm. Gordon Gottfried. It's absolutely a parody. Oh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, so he's back officially in canon. He's probably not going to play a giant role. They're probably not going to, like, truck him through all this. But he'll, no, he'll but make his appearances. That's, that's all we what, need. That's what everyone's been rooting for all along. That's all. I feel like they just, again, they're just, like, setting up the next movie. And they're like, you know, this would be a good chance to just kind of throw that in there and let him have it. Yep. Um, he was probably so excited to get to come back and do that again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get to throw chairs at children, and now I get to scream about children being murderers and menaces again. Yep. Oh, one thing I did want to say that I really liked. Uh, Mysterio's whole, like, Hall of Illusions thing that when was he grabs amazing. Spider-Man. That was really well done. Okay, we yeah, we didn't talk about any of that. The whole That whole just, like, illusion nightmare sequence was so cool yeah like every time like he'd do something he's like i think you've got it and then he's like pulling crane on top of himself mm-hmm. like punching the wall was awesome yeah because like, you're thinking about this that mysterio knows what this kid's gonna do so he sets this up for him to hurt himself he's like oh he's gonna try to punch me i'll put myself where there's an actual actually a yeah column um it's disorienting in the best sort of way where yeah. like 
you know what's going on within the illusion, and then he punches a wall or he falls off a cliff and falls three feet and lands face down in some yeah, concrete. Yeah, that one was good. That was good. Um, pulls the crane onto himself, and then like pulling it out into the real world for like a a double twist. Yeah, that was that was good. God, Just it, they did such a good job with tricking you into thinking you knew what was going on that even when you when you knew what was going on, you didn't know what was going on. Yeah, all the way to the end. Yeah, when you're like, oh, this is the end. And then, like, the gunshot happened. I thought he, like, caught the bullet. And I'm like, that's not a Peter Parker power. No. Nope. And then, like, they were, like, you just hear the gunshot. And then I'm like, uh. Also, that scene was really cool. Yeah. Like, the, I mean, that's the rebirth and the, and the taking on, that's the act three of the act two. Like, yep. Because that was, that was definitely the, the, the halt of the nightmare sequence, basically. Call everything a nightmare sequence. Uh, was the end of Act Two for yep. people that like are still kind of unfamiliar with how acts work? Mm-hmm. That was the giant failure of the uh, getting hit by a metaphorical getting... or in this case literal train. Yep, uh, complete defeat by the at the hands of the villain, uh, and then uh, you you get the poetic justice at the end. You could have the literally the exact same sequence except he's got a new ability that can surpass that, and his Peter Tingle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish they called it Spider Sense once. Yeah, like, I appreciate the kind of like the joke that Aunt May like you're kind of goofy aunt kind of has like a name for it and then he like tries to keep it from catching on but it catches on anyway. Yeah, that's very MCU. Yeah, I wish that there was an official spider yeah. sense. Um, but him using that that was a really cool sequence where like you you watched it from outside his perspective where. Like, it's like if you were being, if you were sitting next to him while he was doing this, you're like, I see nothing, but he like throws a punch and suddenly there's a drone there that, yeah. he, that he knew was there. And you're like, how the fuck is he doing this? Yeah. And it's just like the, uh, the, the first sense we get or the first like thing we see of spider sense is, uh, in, uh, civil war when that thing's coming from behind him and he just goes, Oh God. And docks it. And right. Doc, uh, doc, 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 <sighs> dodge not doc or doug <laughs> dog 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 uh, where let me pet the doggy <laughs> we need to wrap this up before matt goes insane Too late. Um, but no that was really that i like that sequence a lot like just yeah. watching him kind of know what was going on and then the being able to like knows that he was there was that supposed to be a character arc he loses his spider sense and then gets it back i don't think so i think it was more of a self-doubt thing based on the illusion the whole like falling uh, apart illusion thing he's like th- there might be like a throwaway line deleted somewhere that he was just like i i thought i had it but evidently i don't but like with the illusions like i don't know what's going on mm-hmm. um but then he was like he's able to push it further through the illusions right um however i will say from what i know i could be entirely wrong i'm not a marvel person um Nick Scientist uh, or Kaylin Baker might actually be able to correct me on this because I know you guys. Kaylin actually listens. I know she does. Wow. Um, shout out to you. Eight uh, listeners. Uh, correct me on this if I'm wrong. I believe the spider sense doesn't, spidey sense, doesn't actually tell you what the danger is. It just gives you a sense of danger. So, like, if he's about to shoot a gun, Peter doesn't know that a gun's about to be shot from his right. He knows that something's going wrong, and it gives him a chance to evaluate his surroundings and figure it out. I could be wrong on that, but that's something that I think is... I think different versions do it different ways. That's, pos- that's very possible. Because they, they, uh, they kind of 
I almost said bastardized. Definitely not. I don't. I will. I will throw almost no shade at Spider Verse. Um, with Spider Verse, the Spidey sense gave them the ability to tell who else had the those powers. Mm-hmm. That was like that whole thing. Um, so it's like I think it is really just an interpretation. It's like the the vague powers. I think we have a an episode. We're gonna. Oh, we did an episode on vague powers. Like yeah. we were talking about Mystique and how like mm-hmm. she takes off her clothes when she's in in a disguise is she taking off her skin (laughs) (laughs) um so that's something that i kind of i wish they explained a little bit better he's just like i kind of have this sixth sense or whatever it's just like if you just kind of vaguely have a sixth sense then you shouldn't really be able to tell exactly what's going on yeah so yeah i agree with the words that you were saying thank you should we wrap this up because my eyes are starting to get a little heavy yep i don't know what day it is i don't know what time it is it is 11.22, and I have a meeting tomorrow morning. Yay. Let's wrap this up. All right, we better wrap this up. Wait, you're the outro guy. Yeah. Shouse we? Hey, Shouse, there we go. I was pointing at you really hard for like a solid 30 <laughs> seconds there, buddy. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening to this very exhausted... Honestly, it's kind of a theme for our reviews, because we watch movies at night, and then we get very tired. Yep. Um, except I do pretty well, because I drink coffee before we go see the movie. You don't drink coffee. You need to drink more caffeine, my friend. Um... It wouldn't have helped. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, hopefully I'll try to have this out by the end of tomorrow. Um, if you're listening, uh, we're on SoundCloud, iTunes, I mean, wherever you're fucking listening, Podbean. Uh, uh, we, you can s- tell us what you thought about the movie. Uh, you can comment on our Facebook, I think, maybe. Or you can comment on SoundCloud. I know that one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You can also send us an email mm-hmm. at uh, justicelooserspod at gmail.com. Right. Uh, you can comment on one of our random pictures on our Facebook or on our uh, Instagram. Yeah, Which we sure don't thing. post very often. Maybe we'll try to... You know what we should start doing for movies? What's that? I never remember how to fucking do the, to do this. We should take a picture when we're at the theater and give them a place where they can actually comment on that movie. Yeah. Give there we go. A, give them a place so they don't have to go comment on like your weird like old man in a like on a treadmill <laughs> thing or like classic Claire Ale- Alexandra. Uh, right. But you can go on there. We are at Justice Losers Pod. Uh, we're also on Twitter at Occasionally. Justice Losers Pod. Uh, I tried to think of something clever to put on on Twitter the other day, but humor that is uh, forced is not funny, so I didn't bother. Most of our humor is forced, which is why we're not funny. Exactly. Which is why I put us under entertainment and not humor or comedy. Um, Makes sense. On SoundCloud. But those are the places you can find us. Uh, we're also on Podbean. Uh, if, you have any, if you have any other places you want us to put this podcast, uh, let us know. Thanks, bye. Where's the for listening? I said thanks for listening multiple times. Oh. Bye. Thanks for listening, bye. Okay. That's three. Bye. There you go.